Episode 655, March 7th, 2023. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is the DLP Agenda. Stamboni recorded so we could kind of put out a, a, a video. clip, a, right? A video clip. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm wondering what he's going to be able to find that we can air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna need him. I'm gonna need him to show us. That yeah, oh yeah. Before it goes out, it's got to be heard because yeah. there, there's some, there's some family altering stuff forever. So yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to root through it. Hey, um, oh, real quick, up tw- up twenty five percent since we went to the DLP agenda. Our last two episodes. Thank you so topic. much. So thank you, everybody. Appreciate everyone you. that's really pushing the DLP agenda. Uh, your wife is always Joe on the the lookout for like I don't know shit that we like. She's very selfless in that regard. She finds something super Dungeons and Dragonsy. Hey, Tommy, look what I found. Yeah, hey, Eric, here's some terrifying Swedish horror film. Here's something I found. Hey, Rob, here's, here's a black girl. Big, yeah. beautiful black chick's ass. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. And she, a couple of weeks ago, we're over here, and she sends me a text going, do you know, there is an amazing half pipe right up the oh, street. Yeah, I heard her say that. We yeah. know you're 44 going on 18. You should try and ride this half pipe. And I said, where is it? She's like, it's right up the road about a mile. So I left early today. Yeah. To drive through this neighborhood, and I'm not going to triangulate your location, but you're in Anne Arundel County, and you're close enough to the water. And a lot of times, I come over here, and the sun is already set. But I got here earlier, and I didn't realize just how beautiful this area is. Oh, where thanks, you li- man. Ah, well, hold on. I <laughs> <laughs> was robbed. Yeah. <laughs> this neighborhood is fucking weird. This neighborhood makes Uh no sense. And my neighborhood, the Cape, makes no sense. There is a $900,000 home with a three-car detached garage on the water next to a (laughs) two-bedroom rancher (laughs) with a roof collapsing. This neighborhood, the strip that you're on, you have brand new, beautiful, fresh out of the wrapper construction like this. Then you have a house next door that looks like there's a fucking cult living yes, there. Uh-huh. Then you have a mini mansion across the yeah. street. <laughs> then right up the road, I continue to drive. You have a half-built mansion. And when I say half-built, I mean they're not working on it. They stopped working oh, on it Oh, I know exactly which one you're talking then, about. This yeah. house hasn't well, been worked good. on yeah. in years. And I filmed a video of another house. I stopped looking for the half-pipe. Because I was so fucking confused by this. Okay. I never seen this. So I filmed this earlier. I'm going to turn the volume down because volume doesn't really matter. But this is me about a quarter mile from your place. So you could see a couple of beautiful homes here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? It's looked like, I don't even know what you call that style of home. None of the houses around here fucking match. Uh, you're right. Nothing. 
It's a shoe store. That's a steakhouse. That's an abortion <laughs> clinic. That's a PC repair yeah. place. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. So I'm driving down the street and I see this. I'm going to pause it. And I'm driving and I'm driving and I see that house and I see this house <laughs> and I see this house and I see another house. So far, so good, right? No, you missed yeah. it. Oh. I'm going to back it up. Yeah, Wait. I saw it. Like, okay. There's, this house. Oh, that one, the one that's, that's backwards. backwards. Yeah, yeah. facing the, the other house. Yes. This house is yeah. not facing the right direction. <laughs> yeah, the house is literally flipped 180 degrees. So let me say this about that that guy. He's not an idiot. No, he's an ass why. man. Here's why. <laughs> Here's why. This road is. It's not a main road, but it's not like a. It is a pretty busy road to yeah. live on. Agreed. It's, live, it's, sometimes yeah. it's hard to pull out of your drive. To live on the road is is and so he's like, well, I don't want my front yard facing that road. So he has his backyard <laughs> facing his backyard. <laughs> is that is the road? And you look. It's a it's a bizarre choice. And I look to if you look right there, there's the side of the house, no door. There's the front of the house, quote unquote, <laughs> facing the street, right? No fucking door. There's the other side of the house. It does no stick door. out. How do yeah. you get into this house? One way in and one, one way, way out. out. Yes. In this underground tunnel. This is the fucking weirdest house. The worst I've house seen. to trick or treat at. It's the like, shittiest house we can't get. We go around in. there and get murdered. I don't there know. There are going to be some people because you know we've mentioned where we live that you're going to say, oh, I know exactly what house he's talking about. It's on this road. It's the house that someone <laughs> just flipped around. Yeah. By the way, never found the half pipe. No <laughs> idea where it's at. Kate Jesus. probably lied. <laughs> yeah, she, that was a, that was in fucking Virginia. She just, uh, just searched half pipe on Google. Mac is already just destroying Joe. In what way? I'm guessing property values declined when Joe moved in. <laughs> if my house faces Joe's chin, I would also build my house in reverse. <laughs> That sounds like a line from our friend Tim. Jesus Christ. Speaking of our friend Tim, we Dude, should mention let's this. Let's just start off. Oh. Give the guy, oh, as the kids say, his flowers. We should mention this. So I know we've talked about Tim, and he used to, he's a former show announcer here, Tim. And Tim is known for making these really, really bizarre and bad bets. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about he it. He makes parlays. What is a parlay for those that don't? Well, a parlay, but before mm -hmm. that, he is also makes weird bets. He bet me that Melania Trump would be caught having banged a Secret Service agent. <laughs> hey, yeah. mark my words. Aaron oh. Rodgers, by the end of 2024, trans. <laughs> well, he would bet that. We're like, that's not yeah. going to happen, know, One time, he bet me. I, might, I, I don't know if I talked about this on, on the air or not. He bet me and Phil and Katie. And were you in on the Chris Brown bet as well? <laughs> that no. he was going to be murdered? That he yes. was going to be murdered. Yeah. Now, if he Chris also thinks Brown... Deion Sanders should have died by now. <laughs> yeah. Des Bryant. Des Bryant, thank yes. you. Yeah, Des Bryant. He loves and, Deion. And by the way, I went $100 off of him yeah. if Des Bryant is alive by um, November. There were... That's the same but, bet. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the real thing is that he... He doesn't really understand how betting works. That's another thing. He, he makes bizarre bets. He doesn't understand the odds. He, he's yes. not good at math. He doesn't really have a grasp of it. Does yet he, he own does that it. he doesn't know that stuff? No, no. He just jokes. He, look, he'll there's call a, you an idiot if you even well, fail. If you, there, if you even insinuate that he's made doing something uh, stupid. Okay. Sometimes he'll make fun of himself. Like, yeah. in poker, this all started. There's a Doyle Brunson, a famous poker player, wrote the basically the Bible on poker. It's called... Uh, super system. system. Yeah. And Tim is notorious for just not making the correct play based on the math. And just So I said, I've for years have joked, and I named my fantasy team this, that he has a book called Stupid System. Right? <laughs> so it's yeah. not overly clever. The idiot's guy to being an idiot. Exactly. But there are things we root for in his parlays. The first thing we root for is for them to hit. Yes. The second thing we root and for. And by the way, a parlay is 
you are you making multiple bets as part of one bet. You have to. Yep, they win all have all. to happen. Yeah, yeah. You, you bet eight games. All of them have to hit. If you go seven and one, you win zero. Which, by the way, we saw happen in real time in Ocean City. He bet on those. Oh, in- yeah. He- yes. And the Lakers. Exactly. The NBA yes. parlay that he was one game yeah, away. And, and it was that one only. That one paid, right. I think, like two grand or something. But you make a lot more versus having bet them separately. Right. But it's hard to win. But Low the flip risk. side is if you go seven to one bet separately, you will have profited. Right. Low and, risk, high reward. Exactly. But it's very a lot improbable. Basically. Oh, you yeah, know, super improbable. Last one he hit was last February, if I if I remember correctly. He went through an entire NFL season without hitting a two single. Or three the weekend only and one I've hit. ever hit was this NFL playoffs. I sent you guys. Oh I, yeah, I put yeah, yeah. Fifty bucks down and won like six hundred bucks. But he also is not interested in winning, betting a hundred to win two hundred. That's not, not no. None yeah. of that hits his radar. So he may. But by the way, I was. He needs say, the windfall. When he, he needs, makes right, when he makes the uh, the bet, we root for a for him to win. That's the first thing. The second thing we root for is for the last game to lose. Yeah. Because that's funny. Right. And then the next thing we root for is the first game to lose. Because yes. then he, he just got a big piece and of toilet paper. he also <laughs> brags about going 5-1. and one. But I'm Yeah. Like, no, and you, he calls Rob a loser. But for you won zero, zero money. Zero, right. zero right. The yeah. worst possible result of that bet was to win nothing. There's no moral is, victory right. here. You're still exactly. out. You've lost. So, and, and he's active, is, too. He bets is, a lot. But this is the crux of it. There is a major part of our friendship, all of our relationship with him, is as us making fun of him being bad at sports betting. It's twenty five percent of the things we talk You're about. Right? Yeah. Yes. It's it's like if Eric, I don't know if if Eric was like not fat and didn't do silly dumb things. He was like smart and responsible. That would that would change our relationship. Yeah, yeah, right? Right, right. We couldn't right. make fun of like you know what I mean. If Joe was like supportive of everybody, like we couldn't like <laughs> yeah, right. you can do it, guys. If you really put right. your mind next week, he's okay. got the deepest, <laughs> most basic voice. Right, Katie yeah. had a good attitude. It super would change. patient. <laughs> yes, super. Robbie would be like, I'd love to do it all over again. <laughs> I would just <laughs> constantly tell yes. him the truth about how much he yes. loves his family. <laughs> yes. So, uh, <clears throat> fat this past weekend, MMA. UFC 285, John Jones returns to the cage, Cyril Gain, vacant heavyweight title on the line. Moving up to heavyweight. Moving up to heavyweight, first time ever. It's been rumored for a decade he was going to do this, and he finally does. He has two bets. He has a five-bet parlay, and two of three of the bets are preliminary fights. Never heard of anybody. But I also saw negatives by a lot of those numbers. So he took underdogs. Yeah, like, but what I, he but did, No, no, he had, he had a couple of favorites. He had two relatively big okay. favorites. He had one 50-50 sp- just okay, to win. Okay, gotcha. He had favorites. And then he bet. had the two main ones. Both had to win by submission. Now, this was a $100 bet that was going to pay $7,500. It's the fact that he did a parlay yes. with predicted finishes. Not yes. John Jones to win. Has to win, John Jones and only in this manner. By yeah, you're this right. he manner, took, he took that's insanity. And then he had the other guy. So he wins the first three, relatively easy. But those were the three easiest. Then he gets to the two main ones, and the one guy I don't know his name. <laughs> I got it right here. But I was following it on Twitter. Shavkat Rachmaninoff. <laughs> he is pummeling this guy. It appears that this is going to be it. They're going to stop it. A TKO. The right. ref's going to stop. Which him. means he's lost. And I guess at the last second after punching me, Justin, in the face 20 times, you know what? My arms are tired. I'll just choke him out. Choke out. Win by submission. Yeah. Yes. That's what Tim He was on. 95% that that was going to be a, a TKO stoppage. Boom. Now he's into – there's an hour now in between time. 
Now he needs John Jones. By the <laughs> way, John Jones is the first time he's ever been heavyweight. The least likely thing of him winning was submission. Heavyweights well, rarely submit each other. John he hasn't submitted a guy in how long? John Jones is John Jones is known for knockouts, uh, some pretty great decisions, a lot of TKOs. Yeah. Refs yeah. step in a lot. Right. The, John Jones doesn't submit people. Heavyweights don't mm-hmm. submit people. You have two scenarios that are very improbable. Well, you were the one that told me how long it had been. It had been more than a decade since he submitted <laughs> that crazy? And that's what he picks to have happen. <laughs> yeah. And God damn it, it happens. <laughs> well, well, first of all, I say to him, do you want a hedge? Meaning, you can bet the other results here. Yeah, and get yourself $1,000 you or something. Yeah. Yeah. Make I said, cash. bet the other guy to just win any fashion. And then bet John Jones to win by decision on points. And then have him to win by knockout. And that way, other than a draw, which is literally 500 to 1 or something. Yeah. Crazy. You will guaranteed you have won money in this and he does a hedge where he bets John Jones to win just any in any fashion. Yeah. Which he already would have won. So he actually risked more. <laughs> to, he didn't hedge it. He didn't know what the word yes, hedge he means. He doubled down. Exactly. Can, right. we, can we talk monies here? Or I don't want to put he his, I don't ended put his up business out there. $8,400. Okay. Because the hedge bets also hit, which defeats yes. the purpose of a hedge right. bet. I, I, he I, did the dumbest thing, and it worked out for him. He, he could not have threaded the needle. And John Jones submitted the guy in like 90 seconds. I, it, in less than two minutes. Yeah. I, I called went, him. I went to a parlay calculator. There's there's this there's this UFC Vegas parlay calculator where you can not just bet who's going to win. You could also then bet how they are going to win. Yes. You want to fucking break it down even more? If he'd have predicted first round... He would have cleared twenty G's. Jesus, yeah. If he'd have gone, mm-hmm. Man, that's submission, gonna make him mad now. Yeah. Round one, oh. he just picked submission. It's a five round fight, and he picked the round also. <laughs> he'd have made twenty. Yes. And, and it was like twenty thousand eight hundred and sixty five dollars. But you, if, if you then, oh, I'm not done. Oh, if you pick the type of submission, <laughs> oh no, he'd have cleared six figures. <laughs> <laughs> round oh, one, less than two minutes, arm triangle. Five fight parlay. He the, the amount of money he, he would have bought won. Joe out of this podcast. He'd be on the show right now, dude. I'm telling you, FanDuel would have given him an endorsement. They'd have been like, "Hey, so you're the greatest. So you're from the future, obviously. You, like, where's your fucking time machine?" By the way, you know why he bet that? It's just total speculation. Yeah. There was shot in the he dark. listened to two podcasts. He combined them. But I will say this: when you when you bet on FanDuel, no, he doesn't listen to his words. They'll give you a cash out option. Yeah, like today, Lamar Jackson. Uh, got the uh, non-exclusive tag, meaning he can negotiate with other teams. Atlanta Falcons were a team that I thought would be very much on his radar. I made a $50 bet that they would win the NFC at plus 3,000. Ten minutes later, ESPN reports Falcons not interested. My cash-out offer was 50 bucks. I immediately cashed out. When you bet a parlay, the odds are so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> you bet a $100 parlay. The second you're done, you bet it. They're like, you want to cash out for thirty dollars? That's how bad the odds are. So those are the bets he makes, and he hit it. So now <laughs> we can't much? make fun of him about his shitty bets. He took that for like era. five years. How much is he going to hold this over? You? I oh think no, no, it dude, will be the response dude. to every single time we make fun of him. It, that about will be the response. today. Uh, yeah. He made today. He says something so dumb, made no sense. It's literally like me saying, or you saying. Uh, I bet it's going to snow in Hawaii this month. And I go, that's dumb. And he goes, and you go, 
$8,000 win. Yeah, <laughs> what does it have to do with anything? Seven inches in Oahu. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you he, have to understand, your your friendship with Tim has changed for over. the worst for the <laughs> next really five, six years. At least. I mean, yeah. every single time he's got this fucking ace, he's going to drop on the table and be like, yeah, well, he really does. Remember that one time I made eight grand plus he's on my going to tell insane bet? every day. Did I, we ever tell the story about, I don't know this is Tim Hour, but he made a bet one time that the Nationals would finish ahead of the Phillies in the uh, in what division are they in? The uh, NL East. NL East. Okay. That's the bet. He bet with our friend Phil. Okay. The it was a season long bet. Season long bet. Somewhere around the midpoint, the Phillies are up by what eleven games or something. And that like that. started yeah. nineteen and thirty one. Right. So, so two fifths of the way of the season, they're looking like a last place. Team. And he says, "I'll buy out of that bet." Okay. So he buys out of the bet. Not only do the Nationals win the division, they win the fucking World Series, okay? <laughs> They're the best team. In it. So he bought out of a bet that not only would he have won, but he would have won going as, away as epically as you could possibly Exactly, win. yes. So I'm making fun of him about that. And you know what he said? He goes, you know, I placed a bet at the beginning of the season for the Nationals to win this, the World Series, and I won three thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? So he does yeah. the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Then he reaches over and grabs something else and then applies it to this. So, yeah, it's going to be it, it, you're right. It'll be maybe not five years, but we're talking oh. multiple years. Dude, he's talked about a poker tournament that he won in Vegas like 12 years ago. Yeah. 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 This, this he talks different. about hitting four home runs in a fucking little league. Yeah, game no, you're right. I was there for that. I was there for the one yeah. little league. It was All softball. Right. Sorry. This is crazy. Max says, can I start a GoFundMe to swap Joe for Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, you know, if he'd like to uh, Tuesdays. Thursdays, Saturday mornings, he's more than welcome to come to uh, Team Randori Jiu-Jitsu off of West Street. In, I saw some photos today. Uh, my son, yeah, Evan Killing it. Howard Schlegel, is now officially 1-0 in Jiu-Jitsu. Hey! Oh, fuck yeah. hey, he fucking yeah. won his first fight. Yeah. How, how does it happen? Shit. Tim had that. Tim bet that. You want to see a video? <laughs> yeah. Here, I, I'm not going to show you the whole boring ass fight because Christ, it was boring. Did the other kids but submit? He, he beat a baby. <laughs> he actually attacked a kid. Okay, so heads up, the kid's in a wheelchair. And uh, Evan hit him with a baseball bat. It was bat. drunk. So this is, uh, this is the end. They shake. Here comes the guy at the very end. There's Evan. There she is. And guess who's the winner? Oh, she is. There he is. There she is. There she is. Yeah, he beat this girl's he beat ass. Girl up. Yeah. The only reason he did is Evan threw one low kick, and yeah. that was all. Neither one of them did anything for a minute. That's all. He takes one sweep. God I have him. never been more in love with him. In that moment, I'm like, my son achieved what I could not in MMA training. It was awesome. Dude, I'm happy for you, man. It was great. No, seriously, that's got to make you feel good. No, it's fucking Joe's awesome. kids never did shit in sports you kidding me <laughs> well, you, heard about, thing. you yeah. heard about my exactly. swimming experience yeah. <laughs> here here's 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 seconds of here's seconds of the fight this is this is something tim could actually come and bet on this is a child fighting ring so this is this is them evan hurt they shake they're going this is my son fucking fighting someone <laughs> now i don't have the video audio turned up i'm screaming in this thing hell yeah I'm like go for the back yeah. go for the back <laughs> and Man, he's dominating dude Look he's fucking on top of her Hell He's yeah. Owned that. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, that's it. He's got her in guard. Can't she stand up? Nah, he's fucking dominating her. He's forcing his will. And eventually they don't see enough action. They don't see enough action. They decide to stand <laughs> him up. She tries to go for a takedown. Watch the sprawl here. He keeps himself up. He keeps himself up right. Uh, 
Hold on. No. No, uh, I'm up. Uh, uh, I'm technique. Up. I'm not going anywhere. He's going for the inside leg. He's got a hold of her sleeve. She almost got the back there. He's turning around. Oh, there's oh, the split leg kick. That one? That, that one? There's the second one. That won him the fight. Oh. He's 1-0. Oh. I it, swear to Christ, I tried. Are there to... any more girls in the class? A lot of Ariel them. Ariel is yeah. nicknamed him Evan Turner. Evan Turner. <laughs> oh, after Evan Tanner, one of my favorite no, fighters of all after time. after Ike Turner, oh. who beats women. <laughs> oh, it's just... Damn it. You're, is that your favorite woman <laughs> beater? Yeah. Mel oh. Rushmore of woman beater. Who's your favorite I domestic guess, uh, observer? Uh, what's abuser? the guy from the Untouchables? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. You got Tell him. Oh, um, tell Devin John Evan. Lennon. Evan, Evan's finishing move was the Proud Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm proud of What's my love guy. got to do with it? He Congrats. He <laughs> throws an elbow drop on her. Oh, and I might have told you this. You might not have been in yet. So here's what happens. He wins this fight. And immediately. Gets his dick sucked. They think he's. Nah, nah. There's no family there. So <laughs> listen to the podcast. Listen to the Patreon. So that's a good tease. Yeah. That'll make people want to listen. Jeez. Oh, there's incest. Wait, let me fucking double my fucking money. So they think he's better than he is. They immediately go, "Oh, this kid's got." Who is he gonna go? Uh, the, the 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 instructors. Okay, so gotcha. they're like, "Hey, this kid's got a little fire." So they pair him up with someone way better. Oh no! And over the course of the next he's, twenty he's minutes, dead. he's actually dead. I, Evan's no longer with us. We're putting together a benefit. <laughs> Please dial from Reductions I get zero percent of the proceeds. This kid puts Evan in an armbar. How many times in two minutes? Because every time they do, he taps, he resets, they go again. <laughs> How many arm bars? That's what they were okay. working on that so night. So they reset arm bars. Is the in, clock running as they're resetting? They do two minute rounds. Hmm. And then they stop, and you go to a new partner. They, Got it. And they leveled him up to a better um, opponent. I'll say 11. Rob? Seven. Seven times on the <laughs> Seven times. You should come there and bet with Tim. I wasn't even paying That's attention. That's like one of the seconds. Seven <laughs> times. This kid spider monkeyed up Evan's ass and proceeded to tear my son's Did you just keep tapping? Every time. And Evan's looking at me with his panic face like, this fucking kid's trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. He's right? tapping as soon as it starts. I mean, the minute they, they blow the whistle, he's just fucking tapping himself on the shoulder. So, no, it was fun watching my son not just win, but then get dominated Did they five ever minutes pair up that guy with the girl that Evan beat? That's going to be a whitewashing. Wow. Right? <laughs> <All right. laughs> an ass. Hey, uh, Max says thank you to uh, uh, Justin for doing a uh, cameo for Scott. Scott Bergson, his yes. brother's birthday. Thank Happy you. birthday, yeah, you Scott. Max sent thank me you a text. for the tip, by the way. I appreciate that, man. He didn't just buy one. He tipped me afterwards. Ma nice. Max sent me a text to tell you that, and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just told me now. Piece of shit. Hopefully you liked it. Yeah. We had a great time. Apparently, uh, uh, Bergson, his brother, mm. Chris Bergson. Uh, that's it, Chris Bergson. That's it. Uh, no kids. <laughs> Single, successful, couldn't be happier. So oh, nobody oh, better to fucking handsome hit guy. Yeah, peace oh, there is a Chris Bergson. Oh no, someone's Scott Bergson. Yeah, no. you, are you, it was Chris. I, I think it was. Was it Chris Bergson? Scott's the, bur the brother. I think it's Scott. Scott. <laughs> I don't know who Chris is. Yeah, Chris Restivoson. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just pulled. Good, a name great cameo. Happy birthday, Chris. Yeah, I got your money. Happy <laughs> oh, birthday, Restivo. Chris Lock. <laughs> Chris Baxson. Yeah. Your, your cash is already mine, Chris Tanner. So uh, yes. Hey, continue going cameo, sir. Yeah. Justin Schlegel, uh, I'm not allowed to promote it, but you're allowed to look for me. So I'm talking to my mother the other day, and uh, first of all, she wakes me up. I'm in uh, Iowa. I finally got a good night's sleep. I needed more sleep, but the, there's a time difference. And uh, I don't answer. Text, uh, call me back. Okay, urgent. She wants to let me know that she's changed something in the will, and 
where it's at in the house. I need to come over and yeah. look. I'm like, okay. I'm glad you woke me up to tell me that. What what it was it? Uh, she's giving some money to uh, her her husband's daughter, Laura, who's was who, 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 uh, yeah, I'm sure whatever. We found your yeah, father's exactly, Civil War yes. Confederacy. Right. And I'm like, it's okay. fine. But we start talking about, you know, what's going on with my shows and he goes, Yeah, you know, I'll see a murder I'd like to see another murder mystery. And yeah. I said, Well, we had the Ramsad thing, March fifteenth. She goes, yeah. Um, we got all kinds of family showing up to our appearances. Well, I don't think she's showing up. Well, she might show up to this one because someone won't be there. Go to the Patreon. She goes, yeah. Um, I just don't like it when that that fat guy gets <laughs> naked. <laughs> I mean, people seem to like it, but I find it disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when Guns N' Roses yeah. plays Welcome to the Jungle. So That's our fucking cherry. Sorry, Eric. If you found Welcome yeah. to the Jungle disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Eric Woodworth. My mom is not a fan. Oh, <laughs> she just is she just repulsed by his appearance? It wasn't prompted. She, I didn't ask her. She just said that. She it wasn't just, like I was like, "Who do you like on the show?" She literally made a point to say that. She also said, "Don't say, tell him that." But too well, late. too well, late. You didn't tell him. Happening. You didn't I didn't tell him. him. He yeah. might not listen. He's very busy. <laughs> How'd you feel? Disgusting. How'd you feel when she told you? Any, any similarities between I, when Mudge told me that Uncensored was too disgusting I and she could, doesn't want to come to another? I couldn't have been happier because I tend to agree it is disgusting. <laughs> it's a little much. I love it. This scene doesn't. Call for you to be naked, and there's your taint. That's what Sydney Sweeney said on uh, Euphoria. They're, Eric and Sydney Sweeney, they're very similar. And Joe's just we don't need to force nudity into this scene. Joe's just explaining how the murder mystery works. The whole cast is in the back, and Eric's spread butt cheeks yes. already out there. Hey, uh, this has been something for a little while I've been meaning to to bring up with you guys. I reconnected with an old skate friend of mine by the name of Joe Simpson. Oh, wow, we're so excited. And yeah. uh, this guy couldn't be Joe Simpson. any more... Waldorf. He now is like, apparently he's like, I need more of your Waldorf people in my life. I need to introduce you to some Waldorf. I need to introduce you to Joe Simpson because he yeah. fucking shook loose a memory that this guy's now like this master fabricator. He enters. I didn't even know this shit existed. You should meet Tommy. Sounds like he enters welding competitions. <laughs> really? Fucking welding. I've watched win? a welding competition show on Netflix. No shit. Yeah. Really? The fuck? Yeah. And he's not like making stuff. Like he's not like, you know, hey, look, I made a, a gigantic robot. Joe Coy was one of the co-hosts. It's just really? some of these yes. like beautiful welds and everything's clean. You can't see anything. And this guy like sure. does like super tuner cars and you can't tell where the old metal begins and the new metal starts, whatever. It's this guy's he's fucking town. He was always one of the guys like tinkering around on his cars. And he found 98 Rock, and he's been listening. And, oh, how are you? And, God, I remember we used to skate and swap and stuff. And he's like, I've got my own super tuner company now. And I don't you, know what that is. It's like he just tunes up your cars. You, you huh. drop your car off, pick it up a week later. It's got like 2,000 fucking horsepower, and it can go 300 miles an hour. It's got like one of those nitrous tanks, Vin Diesel Fuck sitting yeah. in the passenger seat. Right. It's about family. It's, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. He'll put a spoiler <laughs> on a sandwich. Like, this guy just fucking tricks out stuff. And I was like, oh, it's awesome. Like, so it's like you and your buddies. He's like, you know, I hired, and he rattled this guy's name up. He's like, yeah, I hired uh, I hired this guy, like, you know, Richie Stevenson. He remember one of the Save the Seed kids. Like, I, don't, I know. I don't know who this guy was. Like, he was. Save the Seed? He was one of the Save the Seed kids. God, I can't even guess. What okay, hold on. Possibly. Did a... any of you have in your high schools a save the seed program? It's not ringing a bell. Is it? Can I guess what it's about? Take a guess. Is it about a plant? I will. T I will give you a gist. It changed my high school social dynamic 
forever. It, uh, do you not, is it to not jerk off? Nope. <laughs> okay. That would be Save safer than what happens. Uh, so Save the seed. Okay, go ahead. In 1996, oh, God. Charles County and other counties implemented this program called Save the Seed. And what it was is the seed is the seed, the beginning, the youth that will grow into the tree of an adult and a productive oh, member so of society. Like we have to save the seed. Mm -hmm. And the seed in this case were super at-risk kids in inner city DC. That these we are would kids never have guessed that. That that at the age of 13, yeah. already have caught three bodies, have a teardrop tattoo, and three Tough fucking life. bullet holes. I mean, the fucking yeah. worst lives. Sure. So we remember, I, I completely fucking forgot this, and to this day, it was one of the most, it was it was the biggest social paradigm shift I've ever seen. So let me fucking take you back to the beginning. So ninth grade to 10th grade, we get this uh, we get this letter in the mail being like, hey, your school, McDonough, is going to be a save the seed school. <laughs> okay. They're going to be taking these kids that they're like, we got to get them out of their environment. They're going to get wrapped up in crime. They're going to get wrapped up in gangs, murder. All and you're going to steer them right. And you're, we're going to take them from <laughs> the, the city. skate team. <laughs> and we're going to put them in fucking the swamps of Pomfret, Maryland. Yeah. There's going to be a dorm they'll stay at when they're not at school. There was this old apartment complex that they just put them in. But these fucking kids were gangbangers. I mean, menace to society, <laughs> fucking gangbangers. Anybody want cheeseburgers? I'll fucking, I mean, like, fucking the worst. And... We had, prior to that, quite a few fucking yo boys in school in ninth grade. <laughs> right. A bunch of kids that grew oh, up in no. cul-de-sacs. Yes. A bunch of kids that owned Los Angeles Raiders uh -huh. uh, starter jackets. Love Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Loved them. Fucking, a lot of them yeah. owned the chronic. And sure. a lot of them fucking yo this and yo yeah. that. And sort of had an odd, even though you grew up on a fucking cul-de-sac sure. and your dad owned the local Meineke. Fuck the police. You sounded like you were right. a crip. They got it. Fast forward. Oh, no. The Crips are now there. <laughs> and for about a week or two, you saw the same, like, yeah, yeah, you know what's good, what's Suddenly, they're with kids from the fucking inner city. You see the former wannabe third base Eminem. Yes. Logic. Pick your fucking white rapper of choice. They're showing up in third fucking Izod shirts. <laughs> Remember fucking third base? I do. That's yeah. The, the fucking the gas voice. Face. Yes. Yeah. The voice he did was a fucking pop character. Goes weezer, goes weezer, pop goes weezer. Remember that video when the fucking guy had the cane? Like, what are you I'm, doing? I'm not lying. I researched that song for the new murder mystery. Pop, pop goes, goes the weasel because the weasel goes a, pop. There's a pop tarts angle. Fuss. I didn't know how many people know it. Dude, uh, I think everybody knows it, right? Pop goes the weasel. Pop pop goes the weasel. The we if that's if that song is in there, pop I'll pop be, goes the weasel. I'll be the weasel. overjoyed. <laughs> Remember fucking Snow Informer? Oh yeah. There was a while where, like, in the early nineties, you knew all the words. You just <laughs> no, no, no. Name me. Name. Okay, what's more likely? We ever run into somebody that does Snow's Informer in karaoke, or Tim hits another parlay that good? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no mm. chance. Well, Robbie, do you know that song? Yes, I think I use it in the 90s murder mystery. You do? Lucky Boom Boom Dan? No, no, Pop Goes the Weasel. Yes. You do? It, isn't, isn't it a um, sample of a Sledgehammer? I think they might, yes. Because I thought that about being the out song after the right. death. But anyway. No, I think that would be a cool one to do. All right. Yeah, what's the worst thing that could happen? What What are the other... Well, nothing bad could happen. What are the other <laughs> options? Yeah, nothing bad could happen. Somebody could be triggered by that song. You're right. Oh, there their father was murdered. Apparently somebody <laughs> from Justin's past could be triggered when they tried to rap that song oh, to yeah. the fucking real thug. And he MC got, Search, got shanked. P. 
Pete Nice, yes. third base. Yeah. I'm looking at him here. This. Why this, don't you play some, Robbie? This. Oh, I'd love for you to. Like, this fucking dude here. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like He made this, a lot of money. He owned a lot of fucking Dude, remember he had the yeah. VH1 show called White Rapper? Yeah. He hosted fucking White yeah. Rapper with the King of the Burbs we and all that type shit. Give him a call, Robbie. Remember back when Aquafina <laughs> just had, like, an urban accent? Yes. And then suddenly she started getting Marvel roles, and it just disappeared, mm-hmm. and everyone was okay with it. <laughs> Well, in my high school, Maurice J. McDonough, all those accents fucking disappeared. <laughs> real you better quick. not do that. Oh, they fucking disappeared <laughs> really quick. Within two weeks, I mean, dudes that the prior year, like these fucking bullies, want to be thugs. These I watch, I, I, I own, like I said, Dr. Dre's album. My older cousin had me smoke a joint and gave me an NWA album. Suddenly, the way they talked fucking changed real quick, and they're wearing Sperry topsiders, <laughs> and they're wearing like uh, uh, khakis. And Joe and I were talking about it. I was like, "God damn! Remember when the Save the Seed programs?" And by the way, those Save the Seed kids, they weren't like shitty or nasty. They weren't like fucking. They didn't like take over the place like a prison yard. They went to class. They did the shit. They got on a bus. They went back to the center, and I guess some of them took off. Well, coming up. This also happened in a weird manner of speaking at a 98 Rock event Hmm. in years past. I'd love to tell you about coming up after the break. Hi, this is Justin Schlegel, and you might know me from VH1's Behind the Music, Dance Moms, and my extensive charity work in and around the city of Detroit. Well, coming this spring, it's the sequel to one of Die Laughing Productions' most popular and beloved murder mystery comedy shows, The Newly Dead Game. Don't worry, you need not have seen the original. You're once again at a TV taping of the popular game show, Clash of the Couples, a show where couples test their love as they compete for cash and prizes. One couple will win it all, and one contestant will lose everything. In other words, their life. This hilarious interactive whodunit stars me, Justin Schlegel, plus all of your favorite Die Laughing Productions performers, and most importantly, you, the audience. We have roles available for willing volunteers, and everyone's going to get a chance to solve this must-see reboot of a murder mystery classic. The newly dead game 2. Tickets are on sale now. For upcoming show dates and other information, please visit DieLaughingProductions.com. And now back to the DLP Agenda. So we do a lot of stuff in and around the area with like um, various uh, cars and coffee clubs. We do stuff with uh, automotive places, motorcycle shows, boat shows, things like that. I mean, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's got a steering wheel, something you could drive 98 Rock listeners. Right. And there's been some motorcycle shows before. There's been some in Delaware, Timonia Motorcycle Show. I remember being on site. For a Timonia motorcycle show for one of these things. And I was there and they're a pretty good time. But there's a lot of the MC search style biker. Like during the week, I'm a tax accountant. But on the weekend, I have a leather vest. <laughs> right, right. And one day, the fucking angel showed up to this goddamn thing. <laughs> I mean, the actual, the actual angels. fucking hell's angels <laughs> right. showed up to this thing. And I remember, because the only reason I bring this up is I was talking to Simpson about this. I was like, oh, my God, we had the Save the Seed thing where the wannabe thugs got to see real ones. And then suddenly they all sounded like Urkel. And then I was there at the Timonium Motorcycle Show just standing there with a guy that during the week works at H&R Block. But on the weekends, he's a proud of the part of the uh, the 
Proud Papa's motorcycle set. Did anybody his... get murdered? <laughs> no, but you saw a lot of motherfuckers just go and bounce. Leave. <laughs> yeah, of course. Leave real quick. Mac says, hey, don't go be talking on my girl Aquafina. Mac, explain to me, where did the accent go? Search an interview with Aquafina from 2017 mm-hmm. and then hear her do her press junket tour for uh, Shang-Chi and tell me what the fuck happened to her accent. It suddenly after like Hollywood accepted her, she's like, ah, I don't need hip hop anymore. Right. Thank you, standard whatever Hollywood. And she dropped all that yeah, yeah shit real quick. Like if I was someone of color, I'd be like, oh, fuck you. Mm. You tried to build your brand Have on you guys, our back. It feels canceled. It Have feels you... fuck. It, it, it's weird. Like it's yeah. almost like the Chris Rock special selective outrage. Can we talk about that at some point? I would love yeah, to talk about, about that. Now. That I'm, I'm fucking talking about. Story yeah, I mean, really, the, but the yeah, bit thanks, was I mean, getting all the way back was that <laughs> I got to see it happen twice when I got to see real bikers show up to an, an event with a bunch of wannabe bikers. Hey, look, I own a leather vest and a chain wallet. And now suddenly here's a guy who's caught nine bodies. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to head out to my Subaru and then whatever. And then, but, but like Ariel, let me ask you. Okay. Dear, sweet teacher, friend of ours, Patreon member, black woman, Aquafina. Great American. I, I swear to what, how do you feel that on the way up, she had like this, she did this stuff with Margaret Cho she was like deep in hip hop culture. Her name is Aquafina. Aquafina. I think she actually like fucking rapped. Yeah. Then she does. I think she does Crazy Rich Asians. She does Shang Chi. She does a couple of other ones, and that accent disappears. Right. What's your favorite Aquafina song? I don't have one. <laughs> and, song. And everyone's like, ah, that's okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Chet Hanks, who I think is a fucking buffoon. Yeah. He does that patois. I want to be, you know, you know, bumba, whatever the fuck he does, and people are like, oh, this son of a bitch here. I don't get it. It's this. It it the the title of Chris Rock's thing, <laughs> selective Ariel's, outrage. Ariel's gift. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> that's called. I don't yeah. even know. I, I I don't get it. It's I a don't... small Asian child giving the finger. Giving the finger. <laughs> it's fucking actually. It's kind of hot. What All did right, you think? Right. Did you see Chris Rock's special? I watched uh, the just the first few minutes. So I really can't comment. But I, and I watched a clip of yeah, talking about the clips. Uh, the Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah. I will say this, and I think there's there's well three things. One is. The idea that he's doing this special live, I, I think it's well, he's just doing a comedy set. I mean, yeah, it, I, I don't. That's not that interesting, but I think it's different for the crowd because they're no longer seeing something special. They're no longer right when you're in the room. You're like at a concert or any live event. You're like, this is only for us. Yeah, we're getting this. This is a special moment, and so that changes it. And I think maybe they're a little like. They feel that without even subconsciously knowing that. So I think there was two elephants in the room. Obviously, the Will Smith stuff, but yeah. which he can't. He that's going to be. An I issue mean, that I was want. the hook of this thing. The whole like right. it was streaming live thing to me was kind of unnecessary. I didn't care. But I think he should have addressed that in the beginning. He could have easily said, "This is historic. This is streaming live on Netflix, which means all you people that paid 175 hours are watching this live, and so is the guy at home taking a shit, watching it on my phone. Whatever, some right, joke right. like that. Yeah, which would have gotten a laugh and it would have eased the room. Then he's got the when do you tell the Will Smith stuff? So do you open with it? I don't even know the right answer, but I don't even know when he told I, it. He, in the it's very end. I okay. mean, it was his closure. Yeah, Louis C.K. always addresses his situation right away. However, you. He d- disarms you a little bit. Just like yeah, he did in a way do that. Did you get to see the whole set I, yet? Oh, he did with do that. Snoop. What he did, he did a bit where he talked about um, Snoop has become the new Morgan Freeman. 
and Snoop is now out there <laughs> pitching like you know reverse mortgages right, and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. And this is early on in the set, and he goes, "And I don't want to get Snoop mad. I don't need another rapper mad." At okay, me. right. Crowd pops real hard. Right, so right, he right. alludes to it early. Yeah, and then fucking digs into it later deeply. I, I thought. I thought the setup for that was great. Okay. But yes, if you're going to do this live gimmick, then I think acknowledge you have to address it, it at the beginning. Yeah. We also had some people that saw the warm-up where they did the Hippodrome and said that it seemed like that one was a little bit looser. Obviously, he had a net. It's not taped. It's not filmed. It's not live. The one that was on Netflix was out of net. It said it seemed like he was having a lot more fun in the rehearsal and was reciting it on the live one. And and I think in our text group, Sean made this point, and I agree with Sean Gabbard, that, and I think you agreed as well, that it, he almost off the top was doing like a caricature of himself. It seemed like Chris Rock doing Chris yes. Rock, which, I mean, that's not a right. bad thing. No, but it felt, it just, it seemed a little, it didn't seem natural. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, and maybe it's because and... you've already seen him be him. Right. I know it sounds strange, but he has more, much more a performance. His performances are much more performancey. Yes. Like what you if you were to talk to Louis C.K., it probably sounded a lot like his stand up does. Yeah. But that is not or, what Chris, or Chappelle. But that is not what Chris Rock's stand up right. sounds like. He would never you would never actually talk to somebody the way that he right. delivers his material. And so now that we've seen it so many times and we're like, I know it is him, but it also is now a performance that we've seen now multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I can go back and, and watch. we've seen him done. It perfection it's hard to duplicate sure. bigger and blacker bring the pain yeah. there's other specials i'm gonna be able to watch those at 2050 yeah, no, those are and all timers this was just so cemented in the moment with um the megan markle stuff the will smith stuff that stuff and I, I was talking about this on air it kind of cements you to this time period to where there's gonna be somebody that sees this that's an infant right now in 20 years yeah. whatever and they're not gonna get like they're not they're not gonna get the megan markle stuff we'll have to go back and dig what happened with this Will Smith guy? I did like the selective, like you said, um, you know, what was it? it was, Michael it was Jackson or Kelly? Music. Mike, I yeah, saw some of that. Selective, selective outrage. outrage. Selective outrage. Yeah. Um, oh, another fucking great example. I just thought of the top of my head. You know, kind of circling back at the Aquafina stuff. I've talked about this for years. Fucking Kid Rock just used to be a rapper, and then now he's from the country, yeah. and everyone's okay. <laughs> right. Like, he was you Detroit just, and hardcore. You completely yeah. just changed yeah. your backstory, mm -hmm. and no like one he's was a wrestler. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like you you, just, you yeah. have a new gimmick. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the same thing. It's just it's completely disingenuous to me. And it's the last I'll say on it. I'll, I'll move on from that. But um, yes, the selective outrage. It was it was it was that topic was clever. The abortion stuff. Clever. The Markle stuff made me laugh. I still need to watch the whole thing to get a full. But a lot of review. it. The will the stuff of this Will Smith stuff had might be fucking eyes wide. I wasn't laughing out loud a lot. It was always interesting. It was always well-written. And I think the comparison I also made before is like, if you ever listen to any of those comics on NPR, Mo Rocca, I'm not laughing at Mo Rocca. <laughs> right, right. But it's a clever observation. Sure. Yeah. Like, I've never... Like, like Seinfeld's stand-up doesn't make me double over. But he has some great, witty you observations. You recognize it's a good joke. J.B. Smoove has me reaching for oh, no, fucking I know what oxygen. Yeah, no, yeah. I remember Frank Hong was the first person... He worked with, I can't remember what his name was, but his name was like Shane or something like that. Yeah. Is that his name? Shane? Shang. Shang, right. Shang. Yes, yes. His yeah, name yeah, was yeah. Shang. And I and he had emceed for that show. And, and I was talk to him and I go, I go, how was the how was Shang? He goes, Well, you know, he whipped him up in a frenzy. Yeah. So and I remember that and I say, Okay, and now I know exactly what that means. 
yeah. the comics are capable of doing that, and the comics that just kind of they're really not. Does that make sense? Get whipping yeah. them up in a frenzy. No, it's like I've even yeah. seen, honestly, Mickey Coachella whip crowds up. Oh, I mean, into a cultish yeah. fervor. Yeah, I've seen guys like T Rex. Eric Myers whip, will do that. Right, whip yeah. them up into a frenzy. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. And again, I'm sure we've all experienced that on some level. Mm-hmm. But you know, when uh, clearly you guys are comics, you're capable of doing that. But I always think about that when I'm like, all right, well, you know, what type of stand up is this? And I know Rob was a huge fan of Chris Rock, and I like Chris <laughs> Rock. I like his old stuff, but he's not an all timer to me. I, I got If he's not on, if he ain't on the Mount Rushmore, as you like to say, he's adjacent to it. Robbie, what do you think? I haven't seen the new special yet, but I believe whatever you guys tell me on this. <laughs> I trust your judgment. But we're talking about where he is in like the pantheon of, of comics. Top 10. To I, you? Don't, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't feel like he's a top 10. I don't either. I guess I maybe, just, maybe a top twenty. I, I grew up loving Chris Rock, so I guess just yeah. personally, I, I've always enjoyed him. And I mean, I and his films have made me laugh. Like, right. And plus, some people did point out a he he flubbed a joke and he did it live about the concussion versus emancipation thing, and that I actually kind of liked. It was he screwed a joke up. There's nothing you can do. He's such a pro. He pivots. He moves on. Right, right, right. And he did make another joke about like you know. You're never going to see me without my shirt on in a movie. Will yeah. Smith is. A, meanwhile, yeah. he people did point out he had his shirt off in Dogma. Dogma. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that. <laughs> it was a couple of those things. The, the one joke, there was only one joke that I looked at and went like, mm, lazy. And I get, I, I get the irony of me, a failed comedian, telling arguably one of the greatest working comics today, in a lot of people's opinions, that like, oh, that joke was lazy. He had the joke about he is now, and he he does this brilliantly that. He's now in the echelon of people. He's in that tax bracket he used to make fun of. Now he's there. He's an A-lister. Right. He's a triple A-lister. And he's now acknowledging, like, hey, when I go to Disney, I get that Illuminati package. I'm hanging out backstage <laughs> with Goofy. I'm in the fucking castle. I'm helping come up with the plot for Frozen 3. But when you were younger, I used to have to take a church bus trip <laughs> to get there. That would take two days to get there. And because we had to stop all the time because the bus driver kept selling weed. Wow. Oh. And it was kind of like, oh, yeah. I think you're, I, and it was just me. This is me picking at nits, but yeah. I need that. I was like, you're better than that joke. Yeah. It, it was one of the things I feel like I'd hear at an open mic. Like, man, sorry. It took me so long to get here tonight. I've been smoking weed. Where's it, my weed smokers? Like, ah, I feel like Chris is outgrown. It's like that. when Robbie got upset with Hampton Yunt because of the <laughs> Briss is how we Jew it joke. You remember that Robbie? It's a great joke. Yes. It's a great joke. Yeah. He hated it. <laughs> What do we feel like? <laughs> because I feel I feel sad for Will Smith. I, I feel Poor like Will Smith. No, I feel like <laughs> I feel I, bad for I'm not defending like what he did, but the repercussions of it. His whole career has been tainted. Yeah. It really is permanent. Now, really maybe does, he could rebuild. He's not. He hasn't really done a good job of trying to rehabilitate yeah, you're himself. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's, gotten gotten little, he's gotten pretty weird. He got yeah. on that weird apology tour. I mean, really, if, if you look at the four members of his family, him, his wife, his two kids, twenty five percent of that equation right there is pretty normal, and that's him. Yeah, Jada, that red table talk shit. You might, yeah. it, they might as well be speaking in ancient Sumerian. And these kids, and they the can't be real kids. kids. Right. You know no, what I mean? Their just... parents are Will Smith and and Jada Pinkett. One yeah. of them, the, the Jaden's building like crystal pyramids in the yeah. backyard, and his, yeah, his daughter's weird kind of out to sea a little bit. So he was like the one, like ah, but Will, you know, that was our fresh prince. That guy was an Independence Day. That guy was bad boys. And unfortunately, because all this, I, I don't. Does he recover? Fucking Mel Gibson started getting yeah. roles. Yeah, again. but he was a top five movie star. He, he was really yeah. was, 
I mean, didn't they pull the bad boys thing? Or is that still coming out? I mean, his career's... I mean, they might delay it, because, but really, well, what did he do? Ezra Miller still has the flash. Right, right. Coming. I don't... Yeah. I mean, that guy's a monster. You slap somebody, and you shouldn't have done it. You just come out and go, God, that was really something stupid. He I needs, shouldn't have done that. And, and it's over. He himself. Seriously. He needs to laugh at himself. Is this, yeah, no, is this, I, right. is this I, almost ironic? Or, or, or Ironic isn't the word. Is, is it meta? If you look at the title. Um, and I, Max says, Will's a Scientologist. Actually, he was, for a moment... And I actually just got done listening to a podcast about this. The last podcast on the left had a dalliance. He got in. He got the fuck out. Yeah. He, he, he had a he had a right. he had a cup of coffee with Your Scientology. Gonna be com- no. Oh God! And <laughs> was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Um, selective outrage that we are selective in the things we get mad about and the things that well, we that's don't. Totally true. That in this case, the Will Smith thing, we the nation decided. You're right. We yeah. are selectively outraged well, we at saw, this. We saw it live. And we saw it live. We saw, yeah. video. We saw this it one is, You're moment. right. It's also something that uh, there's really nothing like it. No. It, you know what I mean? An A-list celebrity like yeah. slapping another A-list, A-list celebrity, celebrity at on the A-list. biggest stage in the on primetime television. The Oscars, the most prestigious yeah, yeah. of all these things. That all definitely folds in. Yes, that yeah. absolutely holds yeah. sway as to why people have decided... No, he's done. He's out. He's banned from the awards. It's pretty fucking crazy that it happened. But right? then I'll, I'll reference uh, somebody yeah. I brought up a, a moment or two ago. Fucking Ezra Miller, who kidnapped people. Yeah. Who beat people. Who's one twentieth the star. One twentieth the star. Yeah. Not even Maybe a fucking. Maybe one fiftieth. I mean, let's be honest. And he's got yeah. a major DC film coming yeah. out this year, and everyone's like, "Oh, isn't it cool? Michael Keaton's going to be Batman again?" I'm like, "No, no this guy was like a fucking wanna be David is. Koresh." They can't fucking shelve a second they already shelved Catwoman right Batgirl Batgirl whatever that is right. they can't shelve two movies right <laughs> they'll bankrupt the studio yeah it'll torpedo that but so like, what do you want to do do you want to put out the shitty movie or do we put out the movie with the kidnapper if we get if we get <laughs> kidnapper uh, it, how do I put if if this movie comes out, this Flash, and there's no big deal at the press junket, and we don't get another Bad Boys film, which I would love to see. I mean, it's it's turn your brain off popcorn. Yeah, no, film. I got gotcha. sure. yeah. I'd be like, it, then the title of his special will then make sense. Yeah, selective <clears throat> outrage, and it had everything to do. Did he with mention him. that? Did he mention, hey, even the guy who slapped me is paying a no, price that he, he shouldn't be paying for right. this? Yeah, yeah. There are certainly things that are a lot worse than uh, than. Uh, Slapping somebody when you get upset with them. Yeah, like for example, maybe ruining an engagement party. Oh my or, god, dude! Uh, do you know this? Do you know about, I'm about this? to find <laughs> out? I don't know either, but it feels on brand. Oh my yep. god, it's really fucking bad, man. Uh, we Rob knows it. this chant. When somebody botches a move mm-hmm. at a wrestling event, the crowd will usually begin to chant. Rob, please join in. You, you fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. You, you fucked yeah. up. You fucked up. Okay. Big time. We need so, a crowd following Joe around. <laughs> Okay. It's just 10 strangers exactly. chanting you yeah. fucked up. So I believe it's official. They, now, nev- I- they never chant you deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great wrestling bull. Get ready soon. Laps count anywhere pre-WrestleMania. Myself, Eric Woodruff, Rob Mayer, the DLP Agenda Wrestling Podcast. Continue. So you tell me up. if this is my fault, Yes, it is. I'm not. Hear me out. So. You're the Will Smith of this. I got I, by the guy. By, by the way, I hope I can say this now. But oh, Jason, hold on. are you? How, yeah, I'm just doing it. Whatever. They need to let right. people fucking know if they don't let people know they're engaged. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jason and his uh, girl, longtime girlfriend Kate, they got engaged. Her girl they, is, is is now fiance has photos all over Instagram. About uh, perfect. Yeah, okay. I, so I saw we, that, and we so. spoke about these two in the Ocean City when I ruined Justin's birthday. Hi, right. So. <laughs> 
They take a picture of those two after they got engaged, and he looks awkward. As a matter of fact, he has his hand around her shoulder. It's not even touching. So we're, we, I said it. Everybody's <laughs> laughing about it. Whatever. Sure. You sent it to who? Uh, I sent it to the Die Laughing. You were in it. But you, you didn't send it. it to them. No, no, I didn't send okay. it to them. Oh, I'm no. like, hey, these guys got engaged because yes. we just hung out with them, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And then you know how they are. They just start piling on. Anyway. Oh, I know. <laughs> so Eric made a picture of, and I don't know who the, it's this old guy you see in a meme all the time, Finn to drag you. Or who, I don't know who that old guy is where he put the two faces together. Do you, do you know what I'm no, talking about? No, I have to see it. I'll show it to you. But anyway, uh, Eric created a picture of, of Jason's face and some old guy's face, right? Okay. It was hysterical. So I... Put it in a, a, a text string to Tim, whose wife I know already knows they're engaged, and Jack. Not, not Beddington. No, a different Tim. New, and new Jack, whose wife also knows their. So the, their spouses Christ. know. That's it. I found the photo the, of him not touching the yeah, shoulder. Strong. The spouses know. Maybe just said chicken wings. <laughs> now, wouldn't you assume that if the spouse knows that the husband knows? Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. That's what happened. So I took that picture that Eric made and I put it in a text string with Jack and Tim and Jason. And I sent it because it was funny. And Jason goes, oh, by the way, Jack, I'm engaged. (laughs) Now, I don't know if this guy's the best man, but I'm pretty sure this is this guy's best friend. So you knew before his best friend knew. Well, it's not even that. It's that I was the one that fucking told him. You knew. He obviously wanted to tell this guy he's important to him. How much longer did you know ahead of? Like, when, what was the timeline? Here? It was the next day. So he'd literally been engaged for 24 hours and he hadn't told his best friend. Maybe. Well, he was away. He was on vacation. How but, did you find out? Because Kate told Katie. So Katie, Kate and Katie well, are no, friends. No, she was able to tell. Why? Right, so exactly. he was able to tell. Of course, he, she was but able to. But he didn't to... tell you. You found out through Katie. I found out through, exactly. Okay. I found out through. So I, it, he I, hadn't told anybody directly as far as you. I didn't know. I okay. assume if a wife knows, the husband knows. Of course. No, don't, wouldn't that be this? So I told him. So I was the one that broke it to his, I, I believe that's his best friend. Yeah. I was the one that told his best friend that he was engaged. Who Who was upset about this, do you think? Well, we'll get there because it's not over yet. Oh, sorry. Can I tell Tim about the BAL gig? So, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> he'll love it. So, so then, fast forward this past Thursday, we go to see Cocaine Bear. We're going with all of that. his group of friends. <laughs> I don't fucking know that he hasn't told these guys oh, yet. No. Oh okay. Jesus. I don't know that he hasn't told. You are the typhoid Mary. And this I come walking. I come as Justin would say. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. As Justin would say, I come jackbooting in with yep. a. With a jackbooting. Uh, Just <laughs> swinging it on a vine. <laughs> with a. Uh, you couldn't wait an, to show that. An engagement present. Oh, no. a present. So I come in with an engagement present. Well, I'm 10 minutes late to the time that he said, but he's not there yet and all everybody else is there. Oh. <laughs> so there, no like, what's else, that? No I, go, has a gift. I go, it's an engagement present. Why is that old guy holding a small cutting board? So now I let all of them know as well. I tell them I basically at the whole wedding party now. Jesus. Right? I was the one that told everyone. You didn't learn your lesson. <laughs> well, how the oh, fuck no. is that my fault? I walked in with a present. I walked in with a present. That present about I'm late. Place. You know what I'm saying? Why do you have a present? I, I kind of say off the air what it was. It might be something that we all ha- enjoyed in Ocean City. Okay. Maybe that's what was in there. So okay. it was a joke. Not really a joke. It was a real present, but it did, wasn't. Did you have still. a bag that said engagement yeah. or something? No, I just that? had a, a, a I didn't couldn't be carrying it in freehand. Okay. So I yeah. had it in a gift bag. 
Uh-huh. So I just had a gift bag that I pulled out from under the sure the whatever. So happy Mother's Day. And I, who knows? <laughs> it could have been for Mother's. I don't yeah, know what it was. Right. So I that and then I gave it and before I was just sitting there. And they're like, so what's how that? many people did you break? Did you I, who knows, man? Five, six. I don't know the whole wedding party. I don't know who already have knew. you talked to him about. You got to ask Minzer how many people in that group did not know prior to you revealing it. Yeah. Uh, well, I know at least two for a fact. I mean, I don't know who else, uh, but at least two. Max says the second reveal, less of a transgression. At that point, it's the groom's fault. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of with Mac there. Yeah. That At this point, what, I don't why? think the first one's my fault. Okay, how many days at, it was the second transgression? Uh, it, was like, uh, it was like 12 days. Oh, come on. Why yeah. is he keeping it so uh, close to the vest? I think he wanted to tell the, people firsthand. Sort of think, on the fence? I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think that at all. Yeah, he wanted to say, hey, Why? I didn't want to text you. I want, it's yeah. important. You're I want to important tell you to face me. to face. I want to tell you face to face. Does that Before we sound see a like about a cocaine bear? It does not sound like him. It does but not sound no, like no, him. Listen. Now you're trying to cover for him. No, no. What do you mean cover for him? I'm not covering for him. He's not upset. I, there's no way he's upset. This doesn't hit his radar. No, that's not who's the one that should be upset in this scenario. Who should be upset? The fucking fiance. The bride. He's not be. sharing this great. This should be the best moment of his oh, life. Oh, oh, he's you, not telling oh, people. Oh, you think it's yeah. his? You think he should be in trouble? Yes, I'm also a little bit. Yes. He's not. Yes, dude, you're in my head. My, part of me is not like because I, I I know Benzer. I'm getting to know him. I've enjoyed every hang that I have. Yes. Emotional and romantic aren't the two words that come not at all. Not really. A bit yeah. of a friendly Android. So. I just don't think he was just going to mention anything. If I'm her, I'm like, no, no, he was. That, you anyone? have to eventually tell people. At some point, when the invitations to the wedding go, well, out. That, no, but people have to be in the wedding. I don't. You have to say, hey, yeah, hey, I want you to be in my wedding. So this wedding is off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's if if you're super over the moon excited about it, you think you'd want her to share the. Well, again, it's. I think, feel like he'd have, right? to, he'd have to. He'd have to answer for himself. Hey, by the way, another thing that Katie told me is that the bachelor and the bachelorette are picking where their bachelor parties are. This is not how it works, Wait, right? What? No, that's what the the, the bride and the groom hey, go. The second that bachelor party's decided, he'll let everybody know where that's it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll know. No, but that's you won't show. spoil that that's shit. That's the hell best yeah. man's job, right? He's the one that says where the bachelor party he, is. The, well, apparently, the best man's job is to find out that he's the best man from you. <laughs> <laughs> so from I, his job. I thought yeah. the way it worked was that the groom got to pick what he wanted to do, but then the the, the best man arranged it. I don't. I, I, maybe Joe didn't tell me what he wanted to do. No, and I did, I never. And I've been the best man. I don't know how this is going to come across. I've been I've been the best man before. Yeah. Okay. And can I do a call back to uh to the uh, Patreon? Huh. Uh, someone that I was the best man for had me arrange his uh, bachelor party. You know where he went? Medieval fucking. <laughs> 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 Listen to the Patreon. Right. You'll get it all. You'll get it. But every single time I've been done that, I've matter of fact, Vegas, our friend Vegas. We called his work, got him off work for a week, and we took him to Las Vegas. That's right. He didn't even know. He had no idea. We just showed up to his house one day and fucking packed his, his shit up. And uh, Scott Reardon's got a great story about that. Dave Hill kidnapped him. Oh, really? Like, pulled a fucking van up. Well, it was his boss, so I guess he could get his away. His van, like, put a bag over him, 
pushed him into a van. <laughs> the next time that door slid open, he was at BWI. And the next time the DLP van door slides open will be one week from now. Thank you to everybody that's been joining us this evening. Enjoy the new Patreon episode the minute that it's up. Thank you to everybody spreading the word about the DLP agenda, a new Dork Dynasty coming up soon. We have, if you're listening to this live or if you're listening to this recorded next week, Ramshead on stage. The answer is murder. It is the Ramshead uh, Annapolis right. murder mystery trivia March show. 15th. I finally get to be a part of one of these again. I love the DC. I get to do this right in my own backyard. Dialaughingproductions. With Marianne Sirk. Marianne yeah. Sirk's going to be there. Fuck yeah. She's at your table. I guess Hell I should yeah. send her the script. Yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> get on that. All right. Take care, guys. Later. See ya. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. <laughs>